Let's talk some NBA and let's talk some football as well with our guy right now, Patrick Everson, Vegas Insider. He joins us right now on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. And Pat, everybody's excited for the NBA. I actually want to start with a little football because I don't want to uh, steal Trista's thunder. This is her season. And I want to start with the Philadelphia Eagles. I wasn't really buying into the Eagles. Um, now, let me actually rephrase that. I thought they'd be a playoff team again, but I did not think that their updated adjusted win total would be over 13 and a half, which I guess is what we're seeing right now. Also, you could bet their first loss. What are you seeing right now with this Philadelphia Eagles team who they're the only undefeated team left and they look damn good on both sides of the ball right now, Pat? Yeah, no question. And I'm actually working on a piece that uh, that uh, this evening, as soon as I uh, get off the phone with, with you guys, I'll be doing some 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 work. But I first off, I appreciate you guys giving me a breather here. I thought I was on at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. So I was out golfing, and like an hour before, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I read that wrong. I've been there. So thank you for adjusting your schedule. I appreciate it. I was able to finish the round. Not that I played that well, but I did have a good time. Where did you play, so, Pat? Along, I played at uh, I played at a, at a course regularly at a course called Chimera, which is out kind of towards Lake Mead. Nice. It's, I think it's a great course. Really nice people out there, and 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 it's a fun course to play. I'm not that good, so I need places that are forgiving where I can find my ball and that sort of thing. And this is that kind of place. It's a good course. It's a fun course. So uh, all good. Didn't shoot that well, but did have like three or four pars. So I'll come back. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So about those eagles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Here we go. So it is, it's definitely gotten interesting. And Ryan, you mentioned the win total. And uh, I talked about this, uh, went back and forth earlier today with Jason Scott of BetMGM on this. And he said, you know, his thoughts on this, he says, personally with the schedule, as he looked it over and he looked it over to determine where he thinks the Eagles might be favored or dogs the whole rest of the way, all things being equal. And he said with the schedule, he would prefer to be on the over. He thinks that 13 and a half is the way to go wow. potentially. Wow. Pat, I know, I agree. Pat, bo- both New York teams in the NFL, they're underdogs again this weekend. The Giants plus three against the Jags. Jets plus two against Denver. Do you get a sense of who you think the more popular dog will be this weekend between the two of them? I think the Giants will probably be the more popular dog. And I was talking with an odds maker earlier this week for my opening line report and action report. It evolves all week up on Vegas Insider about just that. And he said, I would definitely expect the public to be on the dog in the Giants game, the Giants being a short dog at the Jaguars. Uh, He said the Giants continue to reward better. So I think likely that the Giants are going to attract a little more attention. I think, uh, you know, both wins were impressive last week by both teams. I don't think anybody expected either one. I just feel like people think the Giants are more the real deal than the Jets are necessarily. And maybe there's just concern because I even heard Jason Scott again with that MGM. He told me on Sunday, uh, even before that Packers game kicked off, that the public is really starting to get turned off by Green Bay, which is wild. But he said he's seeing it behind the counter. So, um, you know, I I just feel like the the Giants win over the Ravens has more clout. And I think the Giants fanboy fan fan base, and so does this particular odd baker, going to come back pretty good on the Giants this week as a short road dog. Pat, let's talk about this Dallas-Detroit game. Dak Prescott looks like he's going to play. Uh, Dallas is usually a pretty big favorite, uh, just a pr- pretty big public favorite. And I'm looking here now, and what I can see is that Detroit is getting quite a bit of the money and a little bit more than half of the tickets. But that's just in the aggregate that I can see. 
Um, what are your odds makers telling you about this matchup? Where the line has has may may end up going, and kind of where it breaks down. Right, and I'm seeing I might be seeing something pretty similar to what you're seeing. Uh, you know, about about two to one money uh, with one particular odds maker in favor of Detroit here, but the ticket count split. I mean, I would think, especially with Dak coming back and the Cowboys at home. You know, I would I would think the public is going to continue breaking Dallas's way. I don't think Dallas, you know, they didn't embarrass themselves against the Giants at all. The Giants are a good team, and 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 Dallas is trying to get it done with their second string quarterback. And now it looks like their, you know, their starters their starters going to come back. I mean, you know, it looks like this opened six and a half at some spots, and it went to Dallas seven. So there's you know there's something there. I, I feel like the public is still going to be on the Cowboys here, especially if they – I mean, I, I haven't seen today because I literally – I just got to the golf course like 30 minutes ago. But I haven't seen today Dak's updated status. But if he's playing, i got to think this stays seven, and maybe even the public might push it off that. I don't, I don't think the public's going to come in on the Lions here. Pat, moving over really quickly to college football, we've already seen some line mm-hmm. movement in this Texas-Oklahoma State game where Texas opened up. There were four and a halfs. Now we're up to six right now. They're favored in the game. Also, you have one where LSU's a one-and-a-half-point favorite, even though they're taking on undefeated Ole Miss. What are you hearing about those two matchups, two of the bigger games on Saturday? Yeah, I'm looking you know, with one odds maker right now on Texas and Oklahoma State, and it's kind of a uh, – it's, well, it's kind of a mixed bag. I'm seeing 69% of early spread tickets on Oklahoma State, 60% of early spread money on Texas. Uh, I think they've got their their numbers backwards on the on, on this, by the way, too. I don't think if I, if I've got this right, I'm double checking my odds here. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's definitely an interesting uh, an interesting game. I, I have a little bit more on the second game that you mentioned, that being the LSU game, which which I agree with you. That is really interesting. That was one that opened with Mississippi, a short road favorite. And the odds maker I talked to early in the week, it was interesting. I talked to him early Monday, not, you know, Monday morning, and you had LSU going, or rather Mississippi going from one to one and a half. And then Monday afternoon, it jumping the fence all the way to LSU one and a half. He did say there was sharp play on LSU in that game, and that's what, that's what tugged that line the other way with LSU at home. It is kind of interesting. Mississippi unbeaten, seventh ranked. I mean, LSU is obviously playing better than it played in week one or, or in the first couple of weeks of the season. But um, it is kind of interesting that they're, uh, that, that Ole Miss is, is getting points at this point. Pat, there was a lot of people that liked the Vols against Bama last week, and they, they are very happy that they took them plus the points and also yeah. on the money line. I think there's this perception perception now around, around Bama that they're not as good as we originally thought, and maybe they aren't. And obviously people root against them. They like to see them lose. Do you think they're going to continue to fade them, especially when they're laying big? They're probably going to be double-digit favorites the rest of the season, including this week at Mississippi State. So do you think people will continue to fade them? And then also, if you have any idea in the futures market, any idea on what that Tennessee did win in in the futures market and what Bama's loss did or people taking Bama now that they've dropped? Yeah, I think you know what? There's kind of – I'm sure there's a little bit – I'll get to your latter question first, PJ – I think there's a thought that if Alabama wins out, including the SEC championship game, that they're going to be in. Oh, no doubt. And I think that's and I think they're and I think they're right. I think they're absolutely right. So there's a thought that you know to a degree you might have a little bit of value on Alabama at this point, even though they don't have the clearest path. They have a path. If they win every game, I don't see how you keep them out. You can't keep out the SEC champion. 
And Tennessee, by the way, might get hosed here by season's end if everything falls the way it could fall, which would be which I'd feel bad about if they went out on the field and beat Alabama. But again, I'm getting off topic there. But I do think I know early in the week with one odds maker I, I spoke with regarding Alabama's game this week, lay in a big number, 21, 21 and a half, whatever we're looking at right now. It looks like 21 is mostly across the board. This was 21 and a half initially, and it dialed back a point to 21 and a, or 20 and a half, then kind of settled at 21. And he did say the public is on the dog here early. Not a surprise with how Alabama has looked lately. A couple of games in a row, they could have lost either of these last two games. They only, they, they, they're probably blessed to get out of there with a split to still stay in that college football playoff conversation. Mm-hmm. Pat, what's the biggest line movement you're seeing or, or hearing about in college football right now, and what is that reasoning? That's a good question. I'm just going through some of the games that, uh, uh, that, I, that I've looked at in my odds report. Really, I mean, that one, it's not a big move. You're just jumping through zero, but that Ole Miss one is interesting. I mean, if you look at it, it's basically a three-point move, but it's through zero, so I don't really consider that like a, like a massive move. A lot of these other games, I'm not seeing a lot of that, you know, a, you know, a lot of moving on with some of the ones that I'm paying attention to, more of these top 25 ones that are good matchups. Although I will say NFL and college this week, not nearly as good as NFL and college last week. Right. Um, this is just not that good a slate. So I got to admit, I'm not as dialed into some of these moves as I would normally be if, uh, if, if, if the slate was better and we'd seen a little bit more significant movement. But really the only one I've seen that's kind of stood out to me among the games I paid attention to is that Ole Miss LSU one. It is interesting that LSU is a favorite in that game and, and, and that Ole Miss is undefeated and ranked in the top seven and trying to stay in that college football playoff conversation. Uh, Pat, right now we're watching Ring Night, Golden State, and so we're going to talk some yeah. NBA, obviously, because we got the sure. futures market, the Celtics, plus 500 to win it all, plus 260 to win the East, even though uh, they don't really have a head coach. Warriors plus 600 to repeat. What's the biggest liability as far as, you know, win totals, championship odds, and uh, what are you hearing, you know, as far as the NBA and some of these futures, uh, the future market? Yeah, I got a piece up a couple of days ago on Vegas Insider on NBA championship for this season, and uh, with the oddsmaker I spoke with on that, he said the Warriors, Lakers, and Nuggets are the teams that are creating decent liability for us. And he says of late, kind of heading into the regular season here, the most popular teams over these last couple of weeks have been the 76ers and the Nuggets. So people are going down the board just a little bit, looking for a little more value from a team that they think has a potential to, you know, make a playoff run, but have a little better payoff than like six to one plus 650, seven to one. Uh, you know, as you know, in that realm of the Celtics and the Warriors and the Bucks, uh, I think even the Clippers are up there pretty good. So he said the, the 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 Nuggets again and the Sixers have been pretty popular, but as far as liability, Warriors, Lakers, Nuggets not good. Celtics right now are not a bad result. Uh, I think they're, they're the favorite in several. You know, at several books have them as the favorite. Obviously, there's some concern around the Celtics with the coach and so forth, as you alluded to. Uh, and this oddsmaker said, I think betters are a bit wary of the Celtics because of the drama surrounding the organization. Um, so they would like to see the Celtics do just fine. They wouldn't mind the Clippers either. And the Clippers are at a pretty short number as well. They'd love to see the, they'd love to see a Clippers Celtics final at this point, I would say. Yeah, Pat, do want to ask you an NFL question? Uh, we haven't touched on that yet. I, I just want to know Atlanta, right? They're six and zero against the spread. We have about a minute or so left. They're at Cincinnati this week. Because they're so good against the spread, you know, people are jumping on them. I just want to know, do you think that the books are, are definitely going to need Cincinnati this weekend against the Falcons? That's a really good question. I don't know if the books will need Cincinnati, 
But again, Jason Scott at BetMGM, he told me directly, people are definitely on to this. They were on Falcon spread, and in fact, they, they were a bit of a loser on, the, on spread betting BetMGM was with Falcon spread against the Niners there. And he said they, were even, they even got dinged a little bit on Falcons' money line against the Niners, which I think is a bit of a surprise. So he said definitely the Sharps have been wise to this for a couple of weeks, and the Sharp betters bet that line all the way down against the Niners. But the public is getting, you know, is starting to jump on board the Niners too. So it's possible they might actually need the defending AFC champs against the Falcons. Wow. That is crazy. Great stuff as usual, Pat. Thanks so much for joining us, man. You bet. Have a great night.